everyone. Thank you for listening to Fresh Faces. I'm Aggie Gold, talent agent and former manager. This is my exclusive podcast about how to get your child into commercials, television, and the movies without getting ripped off. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Fresh Faces with me, Aggie Gold. Let's talk about how to get your kids into show business. Okay, let me ask you something. How well does your child do in school? I'm I'm very serious about this one. I don't care how old they are. If I'm overstepping my bounds, I can't help it. But I really believe that your child's education should be your top priority. If it ever becomes necessary for your child to miss a day of school, he must be able to make up his classwork and his homework assignments quickly and easily. Nearly everyone involved with child actors say that bright children who do well in school will be the ones to succeed in show business. Okay, how does your child feel about missing school? Yeah, I know they like to stay home. However, that's not really what I'm talking about. Are they afraid that they will miss too much and not be able to make up the work? I'm really serious. Is your child's attendance good so it will not upset his teacher? And I have to say, teachers are not always the most sympathetic when it comes to being removed from class for an audition. If you see that his grades go down because of missing school for auditions or work, then I would recommend stop. Don't let your child's education suffer for career and show business. Oh my God. Listen, remember, there are no guarantees that they will ever become successful. You know, sometimes I listen to myself and I think I'm the corniest thing on the planet. Doing this podcast has churned up tons of memories. Plus I have files filled with newspaper clippings, magazine articles, DVDs of my appearances on various talk shows, including Oprah, Donahue, Sally, The Today Show, GMA. Everything I say comes from experience and living my job and loving my job, especially when I come across a child less fortunate with tremendous potential to create a career for them. One that stands out in my mind was a young boy I represented who called me years later from college. He wanted me to know that he was there because of the money he had earned as a child. And when he was much younger, his parents were able to add on to their house and give him his own bedroom. That, I mean, that was just so great. Listen, everything is different now. Procedures for auditioning are different now. And we can credit COVID with that change. But certain things I believe will never change especially in discovering if your child has what it takes. So even though things have changed, I really think you would be interested in hearing just how only three years ago before COVID, auditioning children went like this. Views for children during the school year were set up after school hours, but during the summer months, they were scheduled at any time. Now, when I say after school, I mean from 3.30 on. First of all, not everyone can get the five o'clock audition. Some have to get the 3.30 audition. And that means taking them out of school so they can be at the audition on time. 
And I can safely say the five o'clock auditions are usually given to the known children, the working kids, not the newcomers. Now, does your child take any type of religious instruction? How flexible is his teacher? And would they be able to make up that work as easily as a schoolwork? COVID has changed many things in this industry and auditions are certainly one of them. You are going to have to learn how to videotape your child doing their audition according to the instructions that are given. No more, no less. Let's talk about how well your child speaks because that's really important. Children have to be able to speak clearly. Many times I've interviewed young children who could not be understood. They have all the characteristics I look for, but don't speak clearly. Have you ever met a kid that was very little yet spoke like an adult? That's the type of kid who works. The smaller they are and the clearer they speak, the better their chances are. You may understand what your child is saying, but unless everyone else can understand them, they may not find work in this business. Advertisers sell their products to people across the entire country. The best type of voice for doing commercials is a voice where you cannot tell what area of the country the actor is from. Like me, my speech is New York all the way. However, if your child does have a regional accent, it can be corrected. Speech impediments such as a lisp may hold him back. Lisps are very cute on young children, but not on an older child. My daughter was a speech therapist, so I know certain impediments can be corrected and through your school system. So look into it. No one should have difficulty speaking if it can be corrected, even if they don't go into show business. Speaking clearly builds self-esteem and confidence. And that's all we could ask for. All right. I know you want to know this, but let's talk about how suitable your child's age is for this business. Babies, we're going to start with babies, all right? Babies who work are extremely easy to handle with great temperaments. They go easily from person to person without hesitation and with a minimum of fussing. They should be predictable with a regular nap and eating schedule. They should not be intimidated by a crowd and should be able to go into another room and leave their parents behind without crying. The babies who work smile easily and are bright and alert. I had an infant book a diaper commercial. Let me tell you this story. Okay, so you know what the audition is like. I've explained that to you in the past. She went into the audition with an infant, but now auditions for infants are like cattle calls. There's a million babies that show up. She was lucky enough to get a call back. A callback involves going back into wherever the audition was, but now they've kind of narrowed it down to where they know who they want for the commercial, but they want to get another feel for the kids. So now you go through the callback, then the shoot happens. Okay, and this mother was lucky enough to book the commercial. Of course, with babies, they booked 10 babies just to see which one would work out. So this mother, after going through all that, goes to the shoot and they decide that they're gonna use her baby, but her baby is napping. 
And she decides that she's not going to wake the baby because sometimes if she wakes the baby, the baby is cranky. Listen, you go through the audition, you go through the callback, you finally get to the shoot. If you don't wake the baby, he's definitely not going to be in the commercial. But if you wake the baby, just by some chance, that baby might be in a great spirit and then the baby could work. But not by doing anything, you can't do that. So I just want you to understand what you have to do. If you don't like waking your baby from naps, don't take them on auditions because you may have to. Okay, children between two and three. There is very little work for children between the ages of two and three. Not all children go through the terrible twos, but some do. It's that children at that age are just too unpredictable to count on. Most casting directors would rather use a child that was four years old that looked two. For one thing, their attention span is a little longer and they have a better understanding of what is going on and what is expected of them. You'd be surprised how kids can catch on. Okay, ages five to 10. I would say that was a pretty hot age for kids in this business. Usually at this age, children are still very natural and easygoing. They are verbal and yet haven't become inhibited yet. There is really no particular type they are looking for. See for yourself. Usually kids in this age range you see on TV or in the movies come in all colors, all shapes, and all sizes. Some have missing teeth. Some may have all their teeth. In other words, kids just like your own. Now, when a child starts puberty, his show business career might be put on hold. This is a time in every child's life when they may develop pimples, may need braces, and go through voice changes. Their bodies may go through the awkward gawky stage. Because of these normal changes children go through, the ages between 12 and 14 are used in a very limited way. They can no longer be considered children because they have started to develop. And yet they cannot be considered young adults because they are not fully developed yet. But that doesn't last very long. And if your child can sing and speak well, well, there's always jingles and voiceovers. So once puberty is over, the market opens up. And as hot as the age between four and 10 are, children between 15 and 19 are hotter. Teenagers in all sizes and all colors and all shapes. It makes no difference. Teens can absolutely sell anything, and they do. It may also get a little easier on the parents. Your children may be old enough to go on auditions themselves. My children are a perfect example. My daughter, Jamie, liked to go on auditions, but we got to a point where I was working full time and I really couldn't take her on auditions and I didn't have anyone else to take her. So I said to her, listen, I, I can't do it. You're just going to have to do it. You're going to have to go on auditions when you're old enough. Well, that really didn't happen until she was in college. But this was the best part. She got a job for Janssen Swimwear. And during her spring break and her summer times, she got to work in their showroom modeling bathing suits. She earned enough money to give her spending money in college, which was a tremendous help to me. So she did it. It was done. So the younger the child begins in this industry and grows with it is very different than a child first entering at 8, 12, or 16 years old. It's a huge difference.
Okay, this is very important. And this is going to make a lot of little kids happy. Pursuing a career in show business is probably the one time when a child who is small for their age is at an advantage. Children who are small for their age can get away with playing younger roles. An older child who looks younger is always preferable because their attention span is longer, is generally brighter, and they can work longer hours according to law and they can take direction. If a child is big for their age, they may have some obstacles to face. The older a child is, the longer hours they can work. So to cast a four-year-old in the role of a six-year-old really doesn't make any sense. And also understand that I am generalizing in my statements because there are always exceptions to the rule. My five-year-old client who looked like she was eight and spoke like she was 12 booked more commercials and sitcoms than I can count. She was an extremely popular young actress who defied all rules. I attributed first to her mom, a real trooper, made every audition on time, never gossiped with the other parents in the room, came and left. Depending on the time of the audition, had lunch, dinner snacks, all ready. She also made sure that her child remained a child. She didn't miss important birthday parties and even took the summer off so she could play and just be a kid. Then we have this adorable five-year-old who spoke so clearly and in paragraphs. She took direction very well and wanted this more than anything. So everything has an exception. There are many of you that have children in the industry. And I thought it would be important to have parents who want this for their child to hear what you may have gone through. Have you ever stopped what you were doing at the drop of a hat just to get your child to an audition? Have you had to rearrange your schedule for the entire day immediately? Have you ever had to quickly find a sitter for your other children while you go on the audition? You can't really take your other kids on the audition. Have you ever had to totally change your dinner plans for that evening? Have you ever rushed to check train schedules just to find out that you have no alternative than to make the one to four hour drive depending on traffic by yourself? This audition may be the one you are waiting for. So the one that will propel your child into stardom. So you go, you arrive at the audition only to be left in the reception area with the other parents, not knowing what is going on. And usually within five minutes, you're back on the road again towards home. Sound familiar? Yeah. Well, ever wished you had the edge on what they were looking for when your child auditioned for a project? Ever wished you could entertain the luxury of a private acting coach right before each audition and not have it cost you anything? Ever wished you knew ahead of time what the casting director was actually looking for? Ever wish your child was booking every audition they went on? I just threw that one in. No one knows your child the way you do. No one. It's the key to a successful kid in the business. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful if you could take a private acting coach to every audition, thus have an edge at giving the casting director what they are looking for? Unfortunately, this luxury is quite costly. And if you can't afford it, don't worry. How would you like to be able to coach your children at each and every audition, just like one of those expensive private acting coaches giving them that much needed edge? Oh, sure, I'd love to, you say, but 
I have no acting experience. Stay tuned for my upcoming podcast and learn what you can do to help your child. What would happen if your child was given sides to read for a particular role? By the way, sides are just a portion of a script. And they practiced, not over-practiced, okay? We'll discuss that at a, letter, at a later date. But when they go to the audition, they were given a different role to read. And all that practicing goes out the window. What do you do? Too late for an acting coach? Too late for anything? Well, not really. Continue listening and you'll learn how to coach your own child so that doesn't happen. It's really not that hard and you can do it. I want to leave you with a story. Um, I had a client who was quite successful and did a ton of commercials when she was a little girl. Her mom would give her $10 if she booked a regional commercial and $25 if she booked a national. The little girl lived for these rewards because it was a way of feeling loved by mommy. Whatever happened to unconditional love? I don't want to tell you what she didn't get when she didn't book anything. But it does give you a little insight into what goes on in the heads of some mothers of child actors. This is a very funny story. And it happened to me, the professional. My grandson, age three at the time. You, you know, you'd think I'd take my own advice. So this is what happened. Harley was the cutest kid you ever met. He was a tiny thing with big, bright blue eyeglasses, bright blue eyes, sorry, bright blue eyes, glasses, and a gorgeous mop of hair on his head. This kid was so outgoing, I was sure he was meant for the business, but I was working full-time and had no time to take him on auditions, and both his parents worked, so it would have been difficult to get him into auditions. However, Sesame Street at the time was looking for new children. And since my own children had such wonderful experiences on Sesame Street, I thought, well, why not? Now, here's the professional again. They were looking for children between the ages of five and seven. And although Harley was three, I was positive this casting director had to meet this kid. Every single place we ever took Harley, he just took over the place. Like I'm, I walk into a deli and there was a line to get bagels. So every once in a while, the guy behind the counter would yell, okay, next. Within five minutes, Harley would be yelling back, okay, next, okay, next. And he would do this in the deli. He was so cute. In fact, when my younger daughter was married, Harley was the ring bearer. I think he was two or three. So he had this beautiful pillow with the ring on it. And he was supposed to walk down the aisle holding the ring like a champ. He was so cute. Finally, when he got to his feet, by the way, my, my Harley had also a deep voice, which was so cute coming out of this little kid. Anyway, finally walked down the aisle with the ring and he sat down in his seat. And in the loudest voice you could imagine, he yelled out, okay, everybody, it's over. The whole place cracked up. He thought that by walking down the aisle and getting to a seat, it was over. That was what the wedding was all about. So you get the picture. He was delicious, outgoing, adorable, blah, blah, blah. So I called the casting director and told her that although she was looking for a five to seven-year-old, I had a three-year-old that would knock her socks off. Uh, she didn't want to really meet him. Oh, she kept telling me, listen, Aggie, three-year-olds are so unpredictable. Like, I didn't know this. I'd rather have a kid that was older and looked right, but I insisted. 
and she knew me a very long time and trusted my judgment. Uh, so she agreed to see Harley. That particular day, my daughter drove into the city with her husband and her two children. She was taking her daughter to see a Broadway show. I don't remember which one. And her husband and I were going to take Harley to the audition. Well, it went great right away. We got off the elevator and there were a whole bunch of parents sitting on the sides of the hallway with their children waiting to go in to see the casting director. As Harley passed every single person, he gave them a high five all the way down the hallway. And everyone said, wow, look at this kid. I mean, he was he was just so adorable. Finally, it was his turn to go in. In the room was a casting director with an assistant next to her. My daughter's husband, Chris, sat on one chair with Harley in his lap, and I sat on the other chair. And the casting director said, hi, Harley. You'd think she said, I'm going to kill you. Harley immediately crunched up next to his father, put his head facing his father's chest wouldn't even look at the casting director. I have never seen Harley act like this, ever. I mean, he just walked in giving high fives to 40 people that were out in the area in the hallway. So the casting director kept saying, and giving me these looks like, Aggie, come on now. He kept saying to Harley, I hear you love trucks. And she was trying to make conversations with him. And whatever she said to him, he didn't want to have any part of her. So I suggested trying to hide my embarrassment because here's this hotshot manager who knows everything about the business and knows if kids have it or have it not is sitting there with a grandson who won't even look at the casting director. Anyway, I had an idea. Why doesn't daddy go outside in the reception area and Harley and I will stay in here and talk to the casting director. And he agreed immediately. Chris left and Harley jumped in my lap. Now, I have never seen Harley act the way he did that day. He also crunched his head into my neck and wouldn't lift it for a thing. Then the casting director said, guess what, Harley? My assistant has a birthday today. So why don't we say, why don't we sing happy birthday to my assistant? So, so there we sat, the three of us, not Harley, the three of us singing happy birthday to this assistant. And Harley maintained this frozen stance with his head buried deep into my neck not budging, and his arms around my neck. Talk about being embarrassed, though. The casting director was very, very sweet because she knew me. And she said, it's no problem, blah, blah, blah. Whatever she said, I couldn't wait to get out of there. Chris waited for us, and he said to me, how did it go? And I said, well, it went exactly the same way with me as he was with you, and we decided to leave. But as we were leaving... Harley high-fived everybody in that hall when we got to the elevator, laughing and joking and being his old self. I remember in the elevator, Chris saying to me, thank God it didn't go well because I am never doing this again with my child. So there goes that story. And what I'm trying to really say is children are so unpredictable, as adorable as they can be, even the most talented, outgoing, adorable child can have a bad day or a bad moment as it was with Harley. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to Fresh Faces with me, Aggie Gold. See you next week. Storygram Network. <laughs>